Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that offers people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals, a podcast, articles, a mobile app, and the free consult. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the law firm of Varghese Somerset Family Law Group. They are a Fort Worth-based firm with five attorneys specializing all in family law, divorce, custody battles, the division of property, anything you need to protect your rights during and after divorce. I would highly recommend a consultation with this wonderful firm. If you want to learn more, you can find them in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at FamilyTexas.com. When I was going through my divorce several years ago, and I was in litigation, a combination of litigation and mediation, I started meeting all these people who were also getting divorced in my community. I met them at the gym. I met them at the bars. I met them through friends. And there was this like whole divorce click in my neighborhood, which was really nice. It was a group of men and women. But one thing that came out of it that wasn't so healthy was that people would compare their divorces. So... I once found out that this woman was getting like $15,000 a month in maintenance and child support. And I freaked out. I was like, what? I must have the worst lawyer in the world. What's wrong with my lawyer? Why can't I get that? And today on this podcast episode, I want to talk about why it's really unhealthy to compare your divorce to your friend's divorces. And to talk about this with me, is Jason Lavoie, a divorce attorney turned divorce coach. You might have heard of Jason as the divorce resource guy. He is a great guy. And uh, Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for doing this. Hey, Jackie. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. So, Jason, I want to tell my listeners, you were a divorce attorney uh, in 2008. And then in 2015, you decided to become a divorce coach. So really what's nice about hiring you as somebody's divorce coach is they get all this expertise as also being a divorce attorney. So tell my listeners why you made the switch. I went to law school to become a divorce attorney. That was the point. I did it a little bit later in life, um, and I knew that's how I wanted to be a practicing lawyer. Um, And after practicing family law here in New Jersey for a few years, uh, it became apparent to me that I just wasn't helping in the way I originally envisioned I would. Uh, And I felt like I was more part of the problem than the solution. And the day that I quit practicing as a divorce attorney was a day I was on a custody call. It was me and my adversary, the lawyer for the other spouse. I believe I was representing the wife and uh, in that case. And the issue, and we were spending hours, not one hour, not two hours, hours, Jackie. Uh, the issue was what time on a Saturday morning we would pick up the minor child from the other parent. Um, and the difference in time was one hour. So let's say, you know, one side wanted 12 o'clock, one side wanted 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. 
Like, it was that. And I remember getting off the phone uh, with the other lawyer. And in this case, the other lawyer was not the problem. It was both of our clients. Um, and we, they just would not – they just didn't get it. And so they were paying us, and we made it very clear. They were paying us hourly to figure this out, and, and none of them wanted to budge. And it was that moment where I hung up the phone, and I put my hands in the air, and I said, there has to be a better way. Uh, and that's where the idea of a, a coach was born for me. I just love it. That seems so petty and ridiculous to me, but I can't judge the people because I had things like that, not to that extent, in my divorce 15 years ago that I really regretted the way I acted and what I chose and all that. So I think you made a great decision for yourself and Obviously, if you've been in this since 2015, you're successful, so that's wonderful. So what I was saying about the people comparing their divorces, tell me if you have heard about that, how you feel about it. Yeah, so that was a great point that you made at the beginning. Um, it's not hard to find somebody we know who's either divorced or getting divorced or dealing with divorce in some sense. Um, it's unfortunately one of the most common things people have uh, these days. Um, and so getting divorced, and I'm sure you personally experienced this, right, Jackie? It, before you know it, you have friends, family, coworkers, people kind of chirping in your ear about either their divorce or their friend's divorce or their family member's divorce and how it has some relevance to yours um, in whether it's what they got in alimony or – division of assets doesn't really matter they're comparing somebody else's divorce to your situation without knowing not i'm not going to say all the facts without knowing probably you know 95 percent of the facts of mm -hmm. your divorce right and yeah. and why and, does and, everybody feel the need to give you this advice like why what's in it for them they're just trying to be helpful. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> right. No, that's just, that's what I felt like you were going to say. They love you. They care about you. They're just trying to help, but they have no idea that they're hurting you. Right. And, and that is the inherent problem with friends and family um, giving you advice for your divorce. Um, and you shouldn't do – of course, you shouldn't do it either for your friends and family. Um, and the reason is – it's really simple. It's, it's not rocket science – is that it's subjective. Right? They do care for you. If they're friends and family members, they do care about you, and they want uh, you know, only the best for you. And so I'm sure that's where it comes from, you know, deep down, uh, a good place. But the, the fact of the matter is I don't know how any other way to say it. They, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a divorce is like a snowflake. Um, there's no two alike. I don't care how similar you think your lives are. You could live in the same house on the same street or, you know, the houses right next to each other on the same street uh, and in the same neighborhood, same schools, every, you know, work at the same company. All that could be true. Your divorces are not alike um, and you can't treat it that way. All right. So I once heard that what makes every divorce different are and I'm putting like my fingers in quotes, the players and the players include. One party's attorney, the other party's attorney, the judge, and then the two parties. So that's five people right there. Did you ever hear right. that? And I haven't heard it quite like that, but it makes sense. All those things 
are variables that are different in everybody's divorce. And, and so, of course, they have an effect. But what, what mostly makes every divorce different is your life. Um, your life is your life. Your life is not your friend's life. Your life is not your cousin's life or your sister-in-law's life. Um, and it is so fact-sensitive, Jackie, that all those little facts add up and create a big picture. Uh, and that's what your divorce is. It's your life um, full of those little details. And you can't, you can't, they're not interchangeable with somebody else's life, right? Everybody has their own. And, and that's the mistake I think people make is that they generalize and mm -hmm. they take for granted all these details. But you've heard the expression, right? The devil's in the details. <laughs> I want to tell my listeners, let's do like a little exercise. So my friend who was getting 15000 a month in, in child support and alimony, here are, I'm going to name like five variables. What could be the reason she was getting five times as much as me or whatever? Okay. Maybe your husband makes made a lot more money than mine. Maybe she gave up some assets for that dollar amount. Maybe she gave up some custody rights for that amount. Maybe, what else, Jason? Like, there, I, I want to oh. show my listeners how many, there's like a gazillion things that could a be. A gazillion. Mm -hmm. and, right. That's the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. and, and, and all those things matter um, because you don't know, right? People hear the result of a divorce. Oh, somebody's getting $15,000 a month in alimony. Oh, but you don't know the backstory. Right? Do you know you how many people said to me, you need a new lawyer. Your uh, lawyer just isn't getting you enough. Well, how do they know? They don't. That's my right. point. They don't. And I've actually done that for friends, too. I, I'm not judging anybody because I've, when I hear things of my friends, I think, oh, maybe she has a bad lawyer. But then I catch myself and I go, no, we don't know. Exactly. And, and so you're the you're the textbook example of it's human nature, right? It's what we as people naturally do. They judge without knowing all the facts and they, they don't, they're not self-aware enough to step back and say, oh, right. I, I don't know all the facts. In fact, I probably don't know 90% of the facts. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with your host, Jackie Pilisoff. I'm talking today to Jason Lavoy, divorce attorney turned divorce coach, and we are talking about why you need to stop comparing your divorce to other people's divorces. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we are going to talk about the best people to give you advice during your divorce and what you need from each of them. We'll be right back. Divorce leaves families vulnerable. Too often, spouses act prematurely or enter into a settlement agreement without knowing the financial impact. It doesn't have to be this way. My Divorce Solution is a company that offers the ultimate divorce tool, delivering financial clarity to individuals and couples getting divorced. Both founders, one is a CDFA and the other a legal liaison, have been through a divorce and understand the many financial obstacles. Their unique financial portrait is a standalone document that identifies, analyzes, and interprets information about a couple's assets, debts, incomes, and expenses. 
And most families save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars using this product. Financial knowledge is essential when determining alimony, child support, and the division of assets and liabilities. It makes a difficult situation better for everyone. You can learn more at mydivorcesolution.com or in the Trusted Partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to take a minute to recommend a great mediator if you're looking for one. Eric Feig is an attorney-turned-mediator with a big focus on divorce. Eric is a really calm and focused and purpose-driven professional who I completely trust and think he is really an amazing guy. So if you want to learn more about Eric, he does serve clients all over the country. You can go to feigmediationgroup.com or you can find him in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girls Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pilosoff. I'm your host. I'm talking with divorce attorney turned divorce coach, Jason Lavoy. Jason and I are talking about how you need to stop comparing your divorce to other people's and not listen to people. Jason, what other people are out there who are people that you shouldn't take divorce advice from? Like, I'm going to give you an example, your hair person, like they're good at doing your hair, but you don't need to hear what their client got in a divorce case. Yeah, that's not going to help you uh, and or your hair. <laughs> so so say to, to make it as simple as possible, and this is what I do as a coach, is I help people form their divorce team, their divorce team of objective professionals. That's the key word, objective professionals. Anybody else may have a, a, a place in your life and may have a role for emotional support. Um, and that's great and that's necessary, but you got to compartmentalize everything and, and you don't want to take advice from your subjective friends and family or hairstylists. So who are the objective people? So the objective people uh, that I always encourage people to consider when forming their divorce team, and ideally you want to do this at the beginning of the process. Although if you kind of get, you know, sucked into it and things hit the fan and you run out and hire the first attorney that you can, you, you can always revisit this no matter where you are in your divorce. But ideally, you want to set things up right from the beginning. So, of course, I'm going to say you should talk to me first. <laughs> and, but there's a reason for it, Jackie. Um, and, and that's what I want to explain. One of the big things I do as a coach and what coaches do is that they help you strategize. A divorce is trauma. Uh, people don't like to use that word in connection with divorce, but it really is. A contested divorce is trauma. So you gotta think of it in that context um, and, and deal with it accordingly. So you wanna set yourself up with the right team. And as a coach, I help people do that. So whether it's a therapist, whether it's an attorney, whether it's uh, a mortgage uh, person, if you, if you think you're gonna need one, or a forensic accountant, any type of professional that you may need in your divorce, I help people identify who those people are and then find them, the right people. Um, for example, with an attorney, and an attorney is obviously the, the most 
common example of who should be on your divorce team, assuming you could afford one. It's not hard to find an attorney, right, Jackie? You could you could Google divorce attorneys in your zip code and you'll get a whole list right away. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean those are the right attorneys for your situation. Or again, that they're even good attorneys, like they're not even right. vetted. They're just on Google. Not to right. say they're bad, but you just you don't, don't know. know. And, and I circle back to um, divorce is, is different. So even though a lot of people get, you know, attorney referrals from friends and family who had, you know, so-and-so John Smith for their divorce, and they, he did a great job. So he'll do a great job for you. And that may be true, but that doesn't mean you just go and sign up with John Smith. Um, right. You got to go on a consultation. You got to ask the right questions. You got to make sure that John Smith is right for you and your situation and your snowflake of a divorce. Well, I'm going to back up here and tell me if you agree with this. I don't even think a divorce attorney should be the first call. I think that people just assume, okay, I want to get a divorce. I need a divorce attorney. And that's true, but you don't need one right away. I think that you need first to talk to a few different divorce professionals. And one of them is a divorce coach. Another one that I think, tell me if you agree with this, Jason, I think one of your first calls, if you're going through a divorce and you're thinking, I want to stay in my house, mortgage lender is one of the first calls you should make because they're going to get down to the nitty gritty of all your numbers and tell you if you can afford to get a mortgage and stay in your home. That might affect somebody's decision about whether they want to get divorced right now. If they don't want to move, then they're going to know the exact numbers from a mortgage lender. Agree? I agree with you um, in this specific case. Um, and mortgage, a mortgage professional is definitely on the list of people to talk to. Um, if, if nothing has hit the fan yet, right, and your spouse or your soon-to-be ex hasn't started the process of divorce, and, but you've decided you want the divorce and you're doing the prep, right? This is what I call the prep phase. This is what I help people do. Then absolutely, those are one of the people that you want to speak with while you have the time, while time is on your side, because that's going to guide you depending on the information that you get from the mortgage professional. Um, and if you can't afford a new house on your own or you can't afford to stay in the marital home, if that's what you want to do, you could learn that information up front and that will help guide you before things hit the fan and you can't kind of go back. Right. Um, once a cat's out of the bag, you can't really put it back in. Um, and so, yeah, I, I tell people, you know, it's part of preparation. Preparing for divorce, in my opinion, is the most important part of the whole process. Well, I have to say this. I actually offer what's called the Divorced Girl Smiling free consultation. How I'm different than Jason is what I offer is a little bit similar to the beginning of what you do for people. I'm sure you do a lot more than put their divorce team together. But what I'm saying is the whole point in this, and I want to know if you agree, Jason, is that people need to have as many consultations as they need to become empowered and informed. And then they'll know what to do. Their decisions will be so much easier because they will know all the facts and have all the information. Absolutely agree, Jackie. Knowledge is power when it comes to divorce. Okay, it really is. And you and I both, with what we do uh, when we work with people, is 
about that. I empower people with the information about divorce that they need to know that they're not going to get with an attorney. Um, and there's reasons for that, not, you know, devious reasons, but it's just the nature of the beast. Um, but I feel it's important information that they need to know as they go throughout the process. Um, and it, and it just helps them at every stage. And so that's what I do. I'm all about dumping my, all the knowledge I have as a divorce attorney. Uh, and I use it as a coach to help people uh, feel empowered. So when the time comes, they know what's going on, they know what's going to happen, and they're going to be ready to make those tough decisions. And Jason, do you serve all over the country? I do, Jackie. That's the best part about being a coach <laughs> is that as a lawyer, I only practice in New Jersey um, because that's where I'm barred. Um, and as a coach, though, because I'm not technically giving legal advice, right, that's what your lawyer is going to be there for. Um, I get to work with people all over the country and I love it. I love it. And I was talking to somebody this morning and we were saying we think that COVID really opened up the door for so many people to realize they could practice all over the country. Everything in COVID became much more national instead of so localized. Yeah, Zoom, right? Yeah. And I want to tell my listeners, you can also find trusted, vetted divorce professionals in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I have divorce attorneys in several states, and I know them all and completely trust them. So, Jason, this went by so fast. I can't believe we're almost out of time. But thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it was so much fun. And thank you so much again for having me, Jackie. I loved it. Tell my listeners where they can reach you. Really simple. My name, JasonLavoy.com is my website. Um, you can learn about me there. You can email me there. Uh, you can learn about my divorce coaching programs there. Um, and if you have any questions, just reach out. Oh, and I also, Jackie, as you know, because you were a guest, I have my own podcast. Um, and you can link to it there or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's a great podcast. In closing, I want to tell my listeners a story about when I was getting divorced. Now this was 15 years ago and people didn't really Google yet, I don't think. It was like 2007, I'm not sure, I can't really remember. But I found my divorce attorney, well the first one I found was through like one of my kids' friends' moms. And she called a few friends and they recommended this woman and I went to see her in the city and I literally was hysterically crying when I walked out of her office because I couldn't believe that I was like, oh, I, I, I can't work with her. She was so not for me. The second divorce attorney was from another friend who was one of my kids' friend's moms. And I liked my divorce attorney. But that is not the way to find a divorce attorney. And to make matters even worse, I did not have a job at the time, and I didn't consult a financial advisor. I didn't consult a mortgage lender. In fact, when I got awarded my home, I was like, how am I gonna get a mortgage? Now that is not the way to do it. That is, I should have already had that all lined up. And that is what Jason and I can help you do. Plan and be prepared so that it's much easier. You can make better decisions and have a better divorce outcome. So thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to listen to more podcasts, find trusted, vetted divorce professionals, or read articles, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com.
Thanks again, and we'll talk to you real soon.